power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Starting my new series on the Christian in the modern world. You know, Wednesday, those of you who have not listened to Wednesday's broadcast, go back and listen to it. It's a very important topic. Hallelujah. I preach on the integrity of the Bible and why you can trust the Word of God. Amen. There are a lot of arguments out there placing doubts in people's minds about the authenticity. Of the Bible, people say it's been changed, people say it's been altered, and stuff like that. But I made a case for why you can trust that what we have is the true word of God. Amen. I use things like its prophetic accuracy and even scientific accuracy. I showed things that the Bible revealed even before science discovered, things that were were, were said in the Bible, things that revealed scientific truth. Which at the time the Bible was written, those things, we didn't have the technology and things like that to realize it it, it has to be God. Hallelujah. So go back and listen to that one. But today I'm starting my series on the Christian in the modern world. The Christian in the modern world. For the next few Sundays, that is what I'm going to do. And today I'm going to speak on the subject, the Christian and social media. The Christian and social media. This one is everybody's business. Hallelujah. Yeah, when I preach the, the Christian and alcohol and that one, it's not your business, it's not your business. But this one is everybody's business. Amen. So under this series, I'm going to preach a number of things. The Christian and entertainment, the Christian and fashion, the Christian and politics, the Christian and money, all of those things. Amen. So in the next few Sundays, I'm going to deal with these practical things. Hallelujah. They will be more practical than deep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, with some of these things, you can't be deep about them. No, 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 you can't be deep about them. You just have to be practical. Simplify it. And today, someone, I'm going to break it down. Is it when we were in primary school, we did something in mass called reduce to the lowest term? Or people didn't do those things. Hey, <laughs> reduce it. I'm going to break it down like nicely. When you break it down, there's advantage of people being able to understand easily and it's easier to reproduce it. Reproduce means you telling somebody else or you even getting another platform somewhere and preaching what I preach. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Hallelujah. We are not doing copyright things here. You can do cut and paste when you get some JHS school to go and minister at. Just take it, papa, pa, pa, and just go and fire. We are spreading the word of God. Amen. 
Yeah, so today I'm going to deal with the subject of the Christian and social media. But for this series, my anchor text, which we'll run through, is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Let's have 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. The Bible says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Say, all things are not helpful. It says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Let me take it again. It says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Another version says, all things are not expedient. Another version says, all things are not profitable. It says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Hallelujah. So this is my anchor text that I'm going to use for this series. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So when we talk about social media, what are we talking about? I I don't actually have a definition for social media. I don't know if anybody does, but we can give examples of social media platforms, right? So like what? WhatsApp, Twitter... I hardly hear people say Twitter. It sounds some way. Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. The most popular of them all. What else? Uh-huh. Snapchat has come now. And then uh, TikTok. Right now, TikTok too is becoming a you. People are becoming actors and actresses and mimicking people and all sorts of things on TikTok. Now, the opening statement I want to make is that social media is neutral. When I say neutral, what I mean is that it's not good or bad. It depends on the user. It becomes good depending on the user and it can become bad depending on the user. Hallelujah. It's like a knife. A knife is neutral. It's neither good nor bad. Somebody can go and buy a knife from the market. Use it to cut tomatoes and cut chicken and cut and make nice stew out of it. Another person will go and buy that same knife. And that girl who broke his heart, he'll go and hide behind her door. And when she wakes up in the morning and comes out, just like the other person cut the tomatoes, you cut the ears and cut the nose and stab her to death. The problem is not the knife. It's the person using the knife. Hallelujah. So social media is neither good nor bad. It is up to who is using it. It's about how you use it. Hallelujah. For some funny reason, today that I'm preaching on the Christian and social media, our Facebook live broadcast is, is not working. <laughs> it could be Satan. <laughs> it's, it's not working. So, I mean, our online viewers cannot get this message. But uh, we will still record the audio and, and, and put it up on the Facebook page. And uh, we are recording the video, right? Yes. So, we'll put it up later. Right, so social media is neither good nor bad, it's a matter of who is using it. You can use it for good purposes and bad purposes. And the world is gradually being taken over by social media, and that is the truth. It is the new force in town, whether you like it or not. Almost everybody now, it is estimated that. 3.5 billion people 
use social media. 3.5, I'm not talking million, billion. People use social media. And Facebook is the most popular of them all with, I think, over 2 billion people. How many of you are on Facebook here? How many of you are on Facebook? Hey, why are you not lifting your hands? I'm not saying it's a sin. <laughs> Even the church is on Facebook. So what's your problem? <laughs> How many of you are on Facebook here? You're on Facebook. All right. How many of you are actively on Facebook? When I say active, I think their definition of active is that you've done something online the last 30 days. How many of you are active? Active on Facebook. All right. So some of you just have the accounts like that so that when they talk, you can talk some. But you're not really using it. All right. So 3.5 billion people. And they say 2.32 billion people actively use Facebook every month. 2.32. That is about a third of the world's population. One out of every three people you meet will use Facebook within a month. And then this particular statistic is very important. And I'll come to it when I'm talking about one of my major points in the, in the presentation. It said people spend on the average three to four hours a day on a social media platform. Three to five hours. So you see, you have to stop blaming church for the fact that maybe your grades are not. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not church at all. Three to five hours a day. Most people sleep how many hours? This I wanted to come from you. <laughs> how many hours? Let's say you sleep at nine or ten. You wake up around four a.m. to pray. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. <laughs> or we should make it five. We should make it five. Okay, so 10 to 5. We are talking about some 7 hours there. So 7 hours of the 24 is already taken away by sleep. How many are you left with? Mathematicians, quickly, quickly, quickly. 24 minus 7 is so more breza. 17 hours. All right. And they are saying out of the 17 hours that you are awake, 3 to 4 hours you spend on a social media platform. So you keep that information in your mind. We shall come back to it. It's a broad topic. To make it very simple, I've decided to break it into 10 points that I call the 10 commandments of social media for the believer. You see, so that you can remember easily. The 10 commandments of social media, or you can say social media use by the believer. The 10 commandments. First commandment is a caution. Beware of deception. You have to be aware of deception. It's not everything you see on social media that is so. Hallelujah. It is estimated that there are about 100 million fake Facebook accounts. 100 million fake Facebook accounts. They are faceless people who are just hiding behind a name and doing all sorts of things. You should beware of deception. What you see of people on social media may not be the real them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, there is a lot of deception. Because it reaches so many people, fraudsters and crooks use it to try to do all sorts of things. 
In fact, during the lockdown, it looks like Facebook usage went extremely high. I received an unprecedented number of friend requests during that. I don't know who else experienced that during the lockdown when, hey, or it's just me. It's like suddenly friends, I was like, ah, why have I become popular? Have they, somebody shown me on some TV station or something. I, I, I became a little worried. And people too tried chatting you, you know, your inbox, bringing messages and stuff. Like that. One person just inboxed me. He said, hello. I said, hi. He said, do you like Lotu? <laughs> he said, do you like Lotu? And I asked, why are you asking me? He said, oh, he's trying to form some group. Be and that he works at the department of national lotteries so he can leak the numbers. Well, if you have numbers, go ahead and stick and win your money. Why, well, like you're a good Samaritan, that's all. <laughs> you know, all sorts of things people come and ask for the malams. Eh? I don't know whether it's only me, malam, natia, and baba, fear God, and all those they will chase you like. And I, I realize sometimes when they read your profile and they realize, oh, you're a preacher or a man of God or something, then they'll start baiting you. Because every preacher needs money to do the work of God. I tell you, I will double your money for you and things like that. You must be aware that there is a lot of deception. Hallelujah. It is dangerous for you to start and sustain a relationship just based on Facebook. Somebody you met on Facebook and, oh, that guy sounds so sweet. It's like he understands me. You know, his jokes are always funny. Ha, 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 ha. We are like soulmates. Eh, I'm dialing your number. Pick the phone now. <laughs> and you're excited when they, 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 they like your picture. And they comment that, oh, you are looking very beautiful. You like compliments like that. And you gradually start falling for such people. I remember during that same period, somebody sent me a message how are you I said I'm fine <laughs> do you want my phone number <laughs> and when you look at the profile picture <laughs> even without answering the question the person dropped the phone number 057 something 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 Tigo people <laughs> and you know there are ways of checking like who it is even if there is a mobile money account on that you, you get to know the name and everything so I quickly checked the thing and the name was Daniel something something I mean it was a guy who was trying to chat me I looked at all his or her 3,000 and something friends on Facebook and 99% of them were men. So you can see this is somebody who just he just put pictures and you see what pains me is that the pictures is going to take maybe somebody, some real person's profile because on Facebook you can download people's photos. They'll take somebody's profile and just present it like that. And in the picture, the way she's looking seductive and stuff like that, no wonder she has 3,000 something. Men. 
So I realized he was a man. I was like, I shall play along with you. I asked, what do you do? He said, oh, she's into business and blah, 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 blah. I said, I'm a pastor. He was like, oh, really? I said, yes. And then along the line, I asked, why are you using somebody's pictures to represent yourself? I laid the foundation that I'm a man of God. So you see, the nature of the conversation just changed. The way the person sees you and everything just changes all of it. I said, why are you using somebody's pictures as yours when it's not so? He was like, why are you saying that? And then immediately I said, aren't you called Daniel? I'm sure he thought it was prophetic. <laughs> if you want to play, we'll play. <laughs> he thought it was prophetic. Aren't you called Daniel? Immediately he went offline. I've never heard of him or her again. So what I'm telling you today is that, look, you could be chatting with somebody who is the same gender as you. And you are having feelings. And you are excited. And when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you want to check is that maybe, perhaps maybe, he or she has sent me a message. Careful now. Tell somebody, careful now. There are people who are in relationships with people and the only interaction they've had is on Facebook or WhatsApp. I know somebody who met somebody on Facebook. Those days, video calls weren't what do you call it? Facebook. So they were chatting, 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 chatting. They chatted for a while. And they decided she was in Ghana and the gentleman was in London. And they decided to get married. They decided to get married. And they planned the wedding and everything from across. The first time she met him face to face was four days to their wedding when he arrived in Ghana. You see, sometimes eh, people put their very best. Not sometimes. People, if you are going to put up a picture on Facebook, you won't take the one. There are days you look nice to yourself. There are days too you look inside the mirror and say, Charlie, sometimes you are, you are the only one who can see it that way. I can't remember, ah, what is it? Sometimes I look at myself in the mirror. I tell my wife, ah, today I'm not looking nice at all. Everybody, you know how many of you can identify with that? That sometimes you can put on whatever, Charlie. And call you. Some days you don't do anything. I told you now. You look into it and say, "God, I thank you. <laughs> you are a good God." <laughs> you won't take a picture on one of those days that you feel like you are not looking good and go and put it on Facebook or put it on your status. If you do that, then you too there's something wrong somewhere. So people present their best selves. Now there is Photoshop, there, is, there are filters and things that can consume all your pimples in a minute. Hallelujah. So you see the person's smooth face, like, ha ha ha, we've been That's what I like. And you meet the person face to face. And you realize that there is something called pimples. <laughs> the color, the complexion, it can be changed. So maybe you have your specs. You want a certain color, complexion. So you meet the person finally, hey, this thing is far away from that which I prayed for. That which I hoped for. Deception. Don't believe everything you see. Hallelujah. Don't believe everything you see. This is what I talked about. They met four days before the wedding. 
The marriage didn't last one year. And of course, this one, it is not the witches in your family. It's not your grandmother sitting somewhere. You yourself were not wise enough. Because you are depending on the lyrics he was giving you on a social media platform. I pray that you will not be deceived. Hallelujah. Yeah. Not be deceived. Because you see, people like attention, especially our ladies, they love attention. If you get somebody giving you attention small on, then you just get hooked up on, on it. I read one statistic that shocked me. They said 20% of divorces happen because one of the partners started a relationship with somebody on a social media platform. 20 that means one in five because one person one one partner started a relationship with somebody and you see these things it starts oh you just get to know the person and it starts with light flirtations commenting on your looks this is oh i like the way your shape is and <laughs> you'll be blushing <laughs> you're happy then it starts with things like, oh, I think I'm falling for you. It will become weak and nervous. <laughs> then the less meetup comes in. Then we know trouble is coming. So there are a lot of relationships and marriages that have suffered simply because people have started relationships with people on social media. Somebody did another research. Maybe it's because of this fact I'm coming to say that the Facebook thing didn't work. But he did some of divorce papers. And he realized that 16% of the cases, the, the word Facebook came up. <laughs> and these are facts. I'm not cooking the, the figures for you. 16%, the name Facebook came up. So people, we need to be careful. Tell somebody, careful now. Tell another person, careful now. Don't let your desperation for attention, your desperation for a relationship lead you into something that you regret later in life. There are people, serial killers, who stalk people on social media. Pedophiles, psychos, psychotic people, madmen, people whose brains are turned upside down. And they are stalking people and chasing people on social media. May the Lord give you the grace of discernment. Number two, commandment number two. Do not entertain unwholesome conversations on social media. Don't entertain unwholesome. Hallelujah. Yeah. Unwholesome conversations. So you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you don't know what I'm you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sexually explicit conversations. Describe what you are wearing from head to toe. I was going to ask how many of you have received that before, but I shall not ask. <laughs> Avoid unwholesome conversations. The Bible says what? Evil communication corrupts good manners. Corrupts good manners. You see, when some of these things are going on, what you're actually doing is that you're breaking your barriers gradually. You're breaking your barriers gradually. You're breaking your barriers gradually. And in this day of video calls, People are doing all sorts of things. Go and be naked and call me. Or take 
a nude photo of yours and send to me let me tell you something the moment you press send you have lost control over that you can go back and go and delete it but it's in the system anybody with the required expertise can draw that thing out and use it against you at any point in time look why, why do you think a lot of they say oh, uh, this celebrity their sex tape has come out and this and this and that most of them they are not mad to go and release it themselves there are people with it skills you think you've deleted it no it is still somewhere somewhere and if somebody has the the necessary it skills they can go and retrieve it and use it against you so that one you did in the past the one you press send is gone <laughs> You see, you can't laugh. <laughs> it is gone. You don't have a control right. Just pray. Just pray that one day somebody will not get a hand on it, his or her hands on it, and use it against you because it is gone. Hallelujah. Don't entertain unwholesome things. Oh, you are in a relationship. Oh, you are in a relationship with him now. Let something happen and bitterness develop between the two of you right now. And you will see the other side of him. Because now you are in a relationship with him. You believe he will not oh, he will not spread he will not spread my naked pictures. He will not do this. And even the steamy conversations that you have had. Conversations that only breed the spirit of lust in you. You must avoid unwholesome conversations on social media. Commandment number three. Do not use social media as a means of one, settling scores. Some people, when they want to fight, don't come and stand in front of you. They will go to Facebook and put some message there. We call it shades. They, they throw shades. One of the most uncivilized things very bush let me even use a greater bushiatic one of the most bushiatic <laughs> behaviors is when people have an issue with somebody and then they'll dress up take a phone and start recording and they start talking about the matter and then they'll release it on social these celebrities and things are doing it and and i mean it's it's like it's becoming a part of our culture when you have a problem with somebody instead of going to confront the person uh, we call it a beef eh? beef <laughs> musicians are beefing actors are beefing actresses are beef now even pastors pastors are beefing and this one will throw this one and this one too will throw and this one will reply and this is it and these things too they get a lot of views i'm telling you sometimes i, I i'm scrolling through facebook and i come across one of these things and you check 1.1 million views like hey if you scroll and you see preaching you do passover oh it says so so and so replies there's a huh, let's see let's see where the thing has gotten to may the lord have mercy on us we are the ones promoting these things so if they do it and there are two views himself and the one he's beefing <laughs> next time do you think you waste time to do such a thing oh no 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 hey checks and fifty thousand people huh? 
And I hear now some of the celebrities use these things to boost their celebrity status. You just choose somebody who is already in the limelight. Like somebody got up and started attacking Joe Metal. It's like, oh. You said Joe Metal doesn't compose songs. He, he just picks songs from. This, and thank God he didn't even reply. You don't give such things audience. Another guy, even before this one, he said he he doesn't think Joe Metal is anointed. He's also a gospel musician. And you see, he, he, he is at the top there, so let me attack him so that attention will come to me. And Christians, that's what Christians are. He said, I don't think Joe Metal is anointed. Ah, and the interviewer said, ah, Really? Are you sure of what you are talking about? He said, Oh, when Joe Metal sings, he doesn't feel the presence of God. Then the Holy Ghost you have is a very corrupt and suspicious one. And he went on to even say that if Shatawale is holding a program and Joe Metal is holding a program, he, the gospel singer, he'll go for Shatawale. So, this is an interview myself I had. It's not a transcript that I read. Hey! All because you want to be famous. And another gospel musician was asked, Yeshua Noshu was asked about this particular matter. And they mentioned the guy's name. That he says, he said, who is he? I, I don't know. I don't know him. Like, who is he? Who, who is he? You don't give attention to such things. Hallelujah. There are more important things that will edify people that you can give your attention to. Not when somebody decides to, to, to rant on social media. You know, social media gives people courage that they wouldn't have had face to face. See how people can insult the president. Let the president be within 10 meters of them and see whether... <laughs> But you see, social media is like you are faceless, so you can say anything in short. Nana do it, this, nana do it, I, mama, blah, blah, blah. You say, let a person stand in front of you and let's see whether you can say the same thing. But you see, the Bible gives us how we should settle our scores. And I'm not only talking about Facebook, sometimes status. I read some people's status, I'm like, mm, this one, a beef. It is beef. They are seasoning it coming. And then they'll put a hanging statement and you know that no things are not fine things are not fine matthew chapter 18 verse 15 to 17 matthew 18 15 to 17 this is what the bible says about how we should settle scores or or settle issues with our brothers is that moreover if your brother sins against you go and tell him his fault between you and him alone this is Bible. This is Jesus speaking. Go and tell him his fault between him and you alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. Hallelujah. And listen to what verse 16 says. He said, but if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So step one, go and see the person. Actually, this thing that you did, I, I, I didn't really like it. So and the person says, hey, takes a broom and sweeps you out of you know that's what some people do they say what are you doing what are you doing here? They're not going to, when they take their broom don't even wait for them to touch just go <laughs> quietly verse 17 so the second stage is getting one or two people to join you to go and speak to the person and it says if he refuses to hear them tell it to the church this is biblical recommendation of how conflicts must be solved if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a hidden and a tax collector. He means leave his matter for him. 
Hallelujah. So step number one is what? Go and see the person face to face and talk. Step number two, take some people with you to go and speak to the person. If still he doesn't, tell it to the church. That means you come to the, the leaders of the church that this is what is happening. Me, I want peace. So, but it is her. She doesn't want to talk to me. So me, I don't know what to do. And if the church too, she doesn't, then leave her matter for her. It's as simple as that. No need going on putting it on your status all the time and writing her initials <laughs> and adding statements. The judgment of the Lord is coming. Ingratitude will always be punished. You see me like this today, but tomorrow you will not recognize me. <laughs> Throwing shades at people. First, speak to the person face to face. Two, get some people to go with you to speak to the person. And then three, say it to the church. So do not use social media as a means of settling scores. And then two, still the same point. Don't use social media as a, as a means of letting out your frustrations. Sometimes you are frustrated about something. And you just go on Facebook and write something out of your frustration. There are a lot of things you can do wrong when you do them out of frustration. Hallelujah. It may not come out well. The message you are trying to put across will not be well received. And at the end of the day, you do more harm than good. Don't use social media as a minimum. Letting out your... It may be a positive frustration. Like, oh, now people are promoting gay too much and blah, blah, blah. If you want to counter it, it, it must be done with a level head, not with frustration. I read a Facebook post and it was obviously in response to somebody promoting gay or homosexuality. The person says, said, God hates gays. Hell is waiting for you. Hey, this one, as a Christian, you feel me the matter where? Because you see, the strength of some of these arguments is the fact that the people are being discriminated against and the people are being looked down upon. So you say, hell is waiting for you. You are not demonstrating the love of Christ. Hallelujah. There's a way of talking about these things and, 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 and you will do it with, with love. The Bible says, if a brother is overtaken in a fault, let those of you who are spiritual correct such a one in the spirit of love. In the spirit of love, don't be brandishing hell in front of people and this, this, this and hey, things like that. It is not in the spirit of love, so don't use social media as a means of letting out your frustrations. Commandment number four do not let social media replace real relationships. People are there and they are chatting, and, and it, it's, it's very easy to fall into such a thing. And, and today, all of us should repent. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are talking to people and you are on your phone. People go on a date. They are sitting in a restaurant. The food is there. I have a certain picture. Show it. I just wanted to show a, a picture somebody took of two people who were eating in a restaurant. Uh-huh. Look at that. Too. Nice food in front of them. And everybody's on their phone. Whether it's WhatsApp, whether it's WhatsApp. And this is a very common scene. A very common and if like this night 
may God bless you with some money. So I go to uh, Frankie's. <laughs> you just sit down and look at the people there. How many of the people are really talking? Gradually, we are letting social media replace real relationships. And you see, when we are communicating with people on social media, you can't really carry emotions the way it really is. You know, there's a way in which you can misinterpret something somebody has said on social media. Because if the person is standing in front of you speaking, maybe you look at the emotion with which the person said it, you look at the person's eyes, you look at the tone in the voice, but you can't tell when the person sends you a WhatsApp. Depending on what is in your mind, you interpret the thing differently. I've told you before that somebody sent a thumbs up to somebody and because they were having a grudge, Ghana, this thing means a lot too. <laughs> a thumb that is up like that. And actually, I've seen another one on Facebook. That one, the thumb actually comes down. Or oh, is this me that I've seen it? You've seen it? Uh, I don't know whether Ghanaians invented that emoji or <laughs> it was on Facebook itself. This one, it was even WhatsApp. The person sent a thumbs up. And the person interpreted it as an insult. You have insulted me. So let's be careful. The emojis, they don't carry they don't carry the message fully. The truth is that most of you don't even know the meanings of the emojis. You assume you know. You assume you know them. Let me show you some of them. Let me see whether you know what they mean. Uh, give me give me one of the emojis. Let me let me just test you. I search for the real reason. Who who can guess what this means? It means liar. You see the nose. Have you read the story of Pinocchio? Pinocchio, a little boy. They said when he lies, his nose will get longer. So you see this one with the longer. It means you are lying. You think, oh, it's some Jimmy Jimmy face. <laughs> you are just fooling or something. something. Somebody who understands this thing, you think you have insulted me. Show me another one. This one. <laughs> this is actually a swear word. The one that starts with S and ends with T, which you can't mention on the pulpit. You know the one I'm talking about. Aha. Uh-huh. So when you see it like this, it's not chocolate ice cream with eyes. Oh. <laughs> oh, the eyes look happy and they're smiling. So you want to tell your girlfriend, oh, I'm happy. Today we are going to Frankie's. We are going to eat chocolate ice cream. You send this one. We don't, we don't understand the emojis that we use. Next. So social media cannot replace real relationships. Who knows what this means? This one, we use it a lot. Uh-huh. Who knows what this one means? Anybody? Okay, can you guess? Pardon? It means I want to hug you. Uh-huh. Say it, sir. <laughs> so you don't, you don't just send it to people by heart. People use it for bye bye, like I'm out of here. I'm gone. <laughs> uh-huh. Today, your ignorance is being exposed. That's what it means. Anyway, let me go on. But 
the point I'm making is that you cannot replace real relationships with social media things. It's not possible. Because you will not be able to carry the real emotions of things. You can make situations where, look, when you are discussing an issue with somebody, it's best if you don't do it on WhatsApp. The person may misinterpret your tone. The person may misinterpret the spirit with which you are saying the thing. And you end up making the matter worse. Call the person or better still meet face to face and try and solve the issue. It's been a cause of all sorts of problems between people, people in relationships, families and, and, and stuff like that. Simply because we are trying to replace real relationships with social media. Point number five. Do not get into unnecessary arguments on social media. And the key word is unnecessary. Unnecessary. There are some people and they are only on social media to cause confusion. Everything they want to, to comment, like draw people into controversy. When I preached on the end times, the tribulation and stuff like that, there was some guy who came and started doing some comments and this and that. I told them, delete those comments. I don't even want anybody to reply and then the whole thing would degenerate into an unnecessary argument. I told them, handlers of the page just delete those you go to certain websites and especially the political ones insults upon insults people insult each other the fact that somebody has made this point that you don't agree with call the person a bastard and then 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 this and say you are illiterate it's like honestly there are some people who just enjoy such things and you you should make sure you are not drawn into this kind of thing hallelujah unnecessary arguments there are necessary arguments and there are unnecessary arguments. But even the necessary arguments, when you're arguing and you realize that this person's sole aim is to cause confusion, just leave it and let it go. You see, the Bible says something in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 23 to 26. 2 Timothy chapter 2, 23 to 26. It says again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. Foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. Verse 24. It says, A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. There are difficult people on social media. Their stance, they will never change. And they can be verbally and graphically aggressive. When you realize things are getting there, don't allow yourself to be pulled into that degenerated state. When now we are exchanging words and exchanging curses and things like that on social media. Mind you, once you call yourself a Christian, whether it's on social media, at your workplace, in your school, you are a representative of Jesus Christ. You are a representative. Wherever you find it, unless you don't consider yourself a Christian. You are a representative of Jesus Christ. Anything you do that puts a taint on you, your personality, who you are, you are doing the same thing to Jesus Christ himself. And that must be at the back of our minds. Commandment number six, avoid unnecessary comparisons. Social media can make people compare. People compare their looks to the looks of the people they see on Facebook. 
then why is it that this person the, the, the body is like this and mine is it's not like that and this and this and that I've told you there is a lot of deception look you can have a size 20 person who can make him or herself look very slim on social media some of the photos eh, I was watching a certain video and a model was teaching how to create illusions with pictures there are some of the poses and eh, you can do it and it will give you a certain shape that you don't have that's the way they will do the legs some way B and this and this. And then the camera will take it from a certain angle. When you see the person, hey, and this person has a knife. Meanwhile, let the person come and stand in front of you. Realize that there's nothing compared to what you saw on social media. So there are tricks. People are learning these things. Don't compare yourself to people you are seeing. People are comparing their relationships with other relationships because of what they are seeing on social media. The day they fight, they won't put it up. The day they have an argument, they will not put it up. It's the day that things are nice and the electricity is running and the stomach is doing black black like that. Those are the times they'll put it up. Oh, I, I thank God for you. <laughs> and you, you are there and you feel like, are you the only one that there are, there are issues? Are you the only one that it's like it's not? These people are posting the positives. The negatives, they are probably working on them. So you to enjoy your positives and then work on your negatives behind the scene. It's as simple as that. I always say during weddings that the difference between a happy couple and an unhappy couple is not the absence of issues. The unhappy couple concentrates on their negatives and because of that they can't enjoy the positives in their relationship. But the happy couple concentrates on the positives while they trust God to work on the negatives behind the scene. That's what makes them happy. Concentrate on the positives. The things that are going well for you. And then trust God and work on the negatives. Simple. Those who are not happy will concentrate on the negatives. All their mind is on the negatives. Meanwhile, there are positives that other people are probably even looking at and admiring and wish they had. But you've, you've taken your mind off it completely. Somebody posts the gift her beloved sent or give to him or her on Valentine's Day. And because of that, that 14 February, you are depressed. Because that basket of breakfast, you know, that breakfast basket, he didn't send me some. Meanwhile, maybe he sent you a very nicely worded message. Drawn out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Because that one just cost him five kilobytes of data. You're annoyed. You want baskets. Miss Obama basket. <laughs> Let us avoid unnecessary comparison. A lot of people are depressed because of social media. The things they see, people on their statuses flaunting their boyfriends, say that 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 pet names. This is it. Meanwhile, you, you are alone. But it is only for now. Hallelujah. The time is coming when God himself will release the right person. Ah, this thing, the race is not to the swift. The battle is not for the strong. This is not a race. Oh. Everybody and when God has shadowed for you. Sometimes you think God is delaying, God is delaying, God is delaying. 
the same way they thought Jesus had delayed to Lazarus too. You see, he's the only God who can be four days late and still be on time. Just relax. Allow God to do things in your life at his own time. You go and rush, giddy, 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 and you go and take a social media psychopath who will come and destroy your life. All because you are comparing, comparing, comparing. Be satisfied with what you have. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, be satisfied with what you have. People post cars on social media that they, they, they don't own. Some uncle beats cars somewhere and when pose, say the Lord is good. And they leave you to assume that God gave them the car. <laughs> no, they just went to visit their uncle. And in such a comment, they can, they can defend it. They say, God is good for the uncle. <laughs> but you assume, hey, no, I'm late in life. I'm late. I'm, I'm, I'm stagnating. How come we all went to the same secondary school and said, he has a car. I don't have a car. It's his uncle's car. Don't get into unnecessary comparison. Commandment number seven. Do not spread information that will not build anybody up. Social media has been... Nowadays, gossiping is not when two or three women gather. It has changed. Those platforms that you are on, that you put things... Yeah, it's gossip. You are releasing information. And when it comes to groups, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are on groups and you are still on because of courtesy. How many of you can identify what I'm talking about? If you leave, it will look some way, so you just be there, silent. There are others too that you are active on. <laughs> Gossiping. When you see the thing, no, hey, forward. Unverified. Especially during this political season. Look, people have set up a lot of fake websites. Fake news websites, let me tell you. And they will post fake things about people. So you are scrolling through your Facebook and you see, no, hey, you just share it. This politician has done that, 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 that. You will destroy somebody's, you will help to destroy somebody's life. With just a click or forward. Now the gossiping is not mouth again, no, click. You just click. People are eager to, to spread bad news. When the news is bad, that's when we really want to share it. Good news, things that will edify, oh, dear, let's go. And when you see so, hey, sensational news, quickly, let me forward it. Let me put it on my status. Don't share news that will not build anybody up. Especially when you have not verified the authenticity of the news. People have died because fake news has been posted about a relative of theirs who is supposed to be dead. I mean, we had news, oh, this person has died. And then two days later, uh, the person is still alive. People hear this. And that's why those of us who work in the hospital, we are taught how to break bad news. You go systematically. Then when I see the patient, I realize that mm, this one is going, you start preparing their minds. Tell them this one where it's getting to. So he prepared them. But the thing doesn't hit them so hard. Then eventually you break it to them that, oh, it's gone. Even that one is not easy. Some of them, if you are not careful, they will die there and follow their relative. But for you to see on, on social media, 
put it on Facebook. You just had it now. Oh, R.I.P. So, so, and so. God, death is so wicked. Oh, death. Why are you so wicked? You go and place it with this picture. And you didn't even tell me you were going. Meanwhile, you, are not, you have not verified the authenticity of the news. Imagine his mother sees the picture. And it's not everybody whose heart is correct though. Some people, their heart, it, it, it just needs some bad news to just stop beating. And you put him on the tears, plenty. You are crying. You have not verified the authenticity of the news, but you are spreading it. And especially when it is news that tarnishes the image of the church of God, don't spread it. Don't spread it. Funny enough, we Christians are the ones who propagate these things the more. Let me tell you something. Even if it's a fake pastor who did that thing, to the world, we are all the same. They don't separate fake from not fake. We, the pastor, all of us, myself, Obinim, above they put all of us together. The world will not make that distinction. So as you are spreading it, you are tainting the image of the judge. It could be a fact that you are spreading the thing that was it may be true. You are spreading it all so that people will know. Yes, that they have. A, but let me tell you, the world doesn't separate the fake from those that are not fake. To them, we are all the same. So if you spread it, you are tainting all of us. And, and because of some of these things, if you are a young man, you are doing ministry, you are a crook until proven otherwise. They think you are there to chop people's money. You are there to, to extort from people. Yes, there are people who are doing that, but thank God it's not all of us. Hallelujah. Which of your money have I chopped? I've not chopped any money from you. If anything, you people rather chop my money. <laughs> but they lump us all together. So if you hear that so so and so, those with the big, big nicknames. <laughs> Somebody has done something and you forward it or you post it, you are tainting all of us because the world out there will not separate us. They'll put all of us together. Listen to what David said. And sometimes, even if it's, it's a genuine man of God and a person has made a mistake, that one is even bigger news. Somebody who had integrity and suddenly maybe he's overtaken in a moral fault. That is when we've been spreading them all. But look at what David said. Second Samuel. Chapter 1, 19 to 20. Saul had backslidden. The Spirit of God had left Saul. And Saul fell to the sword. And listen to what David said. David should have rejoiced that the one who is persecuting, the one who is chasing him, had died. But listen to what he said. He said, the beauty of Israel is slain on your high places. How the mighty have fallen. And look at what he said in the verse 20. He said, tell it not in Gath. Gath is the city of Goliath, the, the city of the Philistines, the enemies of the people of Israel. In this case, we are talking about the world. Proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines, the unbelievers, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph, they will rejoice when they hear it. So don't publish it. Don't forward it. Don't spread it. Don't share it. Don't share it. Don't share it. Publish it. Tell it not in God and proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon. 
These are Philistine cities. Don't tell our enemies. Otherwise, they will rejoice. I pray that God will give you the grace to, to stop spreading news where the church of God is concerned. Yes, you may believe that that person is fake, but trust me, to the world you are all the same. And there's no difference. Commandment number eight. This one is very important. So open your ears and listen. Before you post anything, check your English, your grammar, and your spelling. <laughs> Hallelujah. English, the grammar, the spelling. Sometimes you read a powerful post to bad bro, no subject verb disagreement. It's like the words are fighting against each other. At least check, check small. If you are not sure, call somebody and make sure the person knows. Otherwise, the person will give you wrong information. You can put it. How do you spell this and that and that? Why are you goofy? Check the English because you can have a very powerful message, but the mischievous people, the comments they will come and people will come and read. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the English that becomes the subject matter the wrong spelling of the subject matter so please very very important commandment number 9 don't waste time unnecessarily on social media 3 to 5 hours and most of the time the 3 to 5 hours is nothing productive you are just reading gossip news you are checking people's pictures you are doing this, that, that, that. Some people literally live on social media. Their breakfast, everybody will see it. Their lunch, everybody will see it. Supper, everybody will see it. We know that you can eat a balanced diet, so you spare us. Every outing. I'm not saying these things are wrong. I mean, sometimes at an outing, oh, you show people that God is good, that life is not in the role like that. <laughs> you know, this is it. But don't live your life on social media. You're exposing yourself too much. You're exposing yourself too much. For some people, it's easy to read their mood by just going to their social media handle. You know when things are going well in their life. You know, at least create some privacy around your life. Because they're always posting, posting, posting. If one, two days they've not posted, everybody knows plasmodium, malaria. Don't marry Reno. Create some privacy around yourself. It is very important. Don't post everything. And don't waste unnecessary time. The time you spend on social media should be beneficial. Hallelujah. And the 10th, and for me the most important commandment, is that use social media to promote the Christ agenda. You must use social media to promote the Christ. Look, social media is the biggest mission field. 3.5 billion people to reach is the largest mission field. Don't only post your pictures, your nice self. We know that you are nice. God has blessed you with good looks and all of that. But post something that will... will because you see, those on the other side are also posting things. That space of the tribunal, we are all fighting to gain the attention of people on it. The common sense family people, you've heard of them on social media. 
Uh -huh. They are putting all sorts of doubts in people's mind where the word of God is concerned, and, and they are aggressive on social media. We also have to start getting aggressive and pushing our message. You will say, Oh, as for me, I don't know much Bible. As for me, I can't preach. The Bible encourages all of us or commands all of us to share the gospel, to, to send the word of God to the ends of the earth. One of the easiest ways to send the gospel to the ends of the earth is through social media. You may not be a good preacher. You may not be able to share a message but you can share a shared message on social media by pressing share look on the judgment day we modern day believers we will be shy i'm telling you we will be ashamed even with nothing look at what the new testament believers did how they were able to spread the gospel from jerusalem to the outermost parts of the earth they didn't have social media they didn't have the gadgets to do these things some time back showing a live program it took the national broadcaster and you needed what we call an ob van outside broadcasting van it's like the whole of gbc compressed into one van to go to the place for us to be able to get a live coverage if it's a football match or something today you can sit in your room and broadcast live for hundreds of people to see on the judgment day we will be shy when we compare our works what we have used the opportunities that god has given unto us the technological advancements and trust me we are all going to be judged with the same word but look at what those people were able to achieve and for us it's all about ourselves it's all about what is important to us but i pray that from today the christ agenda will be important in your heart that statement you put out that quote you put out can solve a certain argument in somebody's mind there are times that sermons that i preach are inspired by something i saw on somebody's status i just see the thing and something just hits my spirit and i get a sermon out of it so you can share st your, on your status things that are inspirational things bible quotations sometimes somebody is, is looking for an answer for something he just sees a scripture on somebody's status and that is it it's an answer you are being a true disciple of jesus christ you are sharing the gospel without preaching it may not even be your words and except from somebody's video that the person has done. look social media is so powerful i did some calculation and i realized that we only started broadcasting on Facebook a few months ago. In this few months that we have been broadcasting our services, the accumulated number of people that we've been able to reach, the accumulated number of people who have watched our services is nearing half a million. Half a million. That is the power of social media. And it's all because somebody shared it somebody liked it somebody commented on it these social media platforms are such that the more people share the more people comment the more people like the further it goes and god bless those of you who have been sharing it because i've had countless testimonies from people i get calls from people there are people in new zealand who watch us every time we are on air there are people in germany who watch us every time we're on air there are people in the u.s families that gather even if they don't watch it live, they will play it back later 
if the time what do you call it the, the time difference is not is not favorable for them to watch and sometimes i look at the sharers and a lot of the sharers are people who are not even in the church with the church people will just receive oh thank god for the word and that is it but the more you share the more people will get to hear it the thing is that even within christianity there's a competition between those who are preaching the correct things and those who are not preaching the right things there are people who have a lot of social media coverage they have a lot of leverage on on tv and things like that, and they are preaching absolutely nothing everything is about your family members that are chasing the witches and wizards in your family and this and this and this and that creating fear and panic in everybody and others who are preaching words of life words that are lifting people's spirits up words that are, are, are removing the scales from people's eyes those must be promoted hallelujah and it's not magic it takes people to promote it all those gossip things celebrity beef and things like that and say, it came to your facebook feed because somebody liked it because somebody commented on it and because somebody shared it I pray that God will give us the grace to push the Christ agenda. It should be a priority in our lives now. When I was preaching about the end time and I preached about the tribulation, the great tribulation, during that period, there won't be church like we have it now. But there are people during those times who must be saved. It is some of these videos that have been stored on Facebook, on YouTube. Some of those people will come across some of these teachings and that is what will make them not take the mark of the beast. A post you will put on Facebook which will be there for years. Somebody will just see it and it will save the person's life in those days. I pray that God will give us the grace to be passionate about the Christ agenda. And if you are here and, and, and you are just living for yourself, you, you, you don't think about the kingdom of God. I pray that today some scales will fall from your eyes. That a new passion will come upon you. When you go onto your status, you are posting something that will edify somebody. When you go to your Facebook page, you are putting something there that would inform somebody, that, 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 that will edify somebody, rather than just showcasing, yes, it's good to showcase your life. One of the most powerful things you can post are testimonies of things God has done in your life and in other people's lives. Because the current generation, we want evidence. Evidence-based. They don't just want to hear that it's in the way that it can be done, but you tell the person that I trusted God for this and this and this and my God hasn't failed me. And they may DM you and tell you that, hey, which God is that? I tell him is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, God of Jacob, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. And you may have won a brother unto God. I pray that God will give us the grace to represent Him well on our social media platforms. The field of souls is is is, is ripe, and it's up to us to feed them with the right information. For them to be put in the right direction. I want us to stand to our feet and pray for ourselves. On this last point. Sometimes. The problem with people. When it comes to. Showing your Christianity on social media. Sometimes. The problem is that people are living double lives. Duality. Like something, one moment you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are taking the jawbone of an ass and you are slaying 1,000 men. The next moment you are in Gaza sleeping with a prostitute. Double lives. 
And so your friends on the social media platforms don't know you to be a church person. We in church know you as a church person. But out there they know you as something else. So you feel shy. If I should be sharing church services, if I should be sharing the word of God, hey, but this guy, you too, is all also among the prophets. But today, you want to turn your back to what human beings will say. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. You want to pray for yourself that God give me the boldness. Give me the boldness to declare your word. Give me the boldness to, to share things. Give me the boldness to speak about Christ wherever I find myself. Including on social media platforms. Just lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Begin to pray. That Lord give me the grace. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. I want to be a sharer of your word. I may not be a preacher. I may not be an eloquent person i may not even know the word that much but you have blessed people with this grace people who know how to do these things all i have to do is to press share all i have to do is to post it on my status and i'll have hundreds of people looking at it i'll have thousands of people looking at it i'll have tens of thousands of people looking at it it may reach somebody at the point of his need at a very bad moment in his time in his life that is what we call impact you want to pray that law Give me that grace. Give me that grace. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. The grace to be a worthy ambassador of Jesus Christ. The grace to be a worthy representative of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. And if you are struggling with duality, you want to pray that Lord, that other side of me that doesn't look like you, give me the grace to shed it off. I want to be a Christian wherever I find myself. In the workplace, I want to be a Christian. In the home, I want to be a Christian. In church, I want to be a Christian. On social media, I want to be a Christian. Pray the Lord, give me the grace not to be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Just lift up your voice and pray for that grace. Lift up your voice and pray for that grace. And as some of you that... You, you know you have a ministry in the social media um, circles. You want to pray for the grace and, 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 and creativity, ideas to reach people. Just pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Lord, release an anointing in the name of Jesus. Release the grace. Release the boldness in the name of Jesus. Today we rededicate ourselves unto you as ambassadors of Jesus Christ. As representatives of Jesus Christ wherever we find ourselves. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Right now, I want us to lift up a prayer for the Church of God globally. We are in an era where the Church has faced a lot of bashing because of actions and inactions of believers, fake prophets, fake pastors, things like that. But we want to pray. Interestingly, the world has the impression majority are fake. Simply because those people have a lot of leverage on the airwaves. They have a lot of leverage on social media platforms. That is what the world sees. So they assume everybody is doing the same thing. At no point in time in history have we had more false prophets than true prophets. It has never happened and will never happen. Just as it happened in the time of Elijah. Elijah thought he was the only true prophet left and God told him that there are 7,000 others who have not bowed down their knees to bow. But the difference 
between those 7,000 and the 850 prophets of Baal was that they had support from Jezebel. They were eating at Jezebel's table. Jezebel was giving them a voice, but these people had been cowed into submission. We need people with the right message to have the means to go on social media. We need people with the right message to have the means to own television stations. We need people with the right message to own radio stations for the word of God, the unadulterated word of God. And maybe God is even raising you as a financier for, for you to have enough money and say, I am planting a radio station that will be solely used to propagate the gospel. I'm planting a radio station where the, the Christian music will be promoted. You want to lift up your voice and pray that Lord, give the genuine expression. Give the genuine expression. If it is financial support that they need, Lord, release the financial support. And pray for yourself that God would even give you the grace to be a financier and a promoter of the right things, the things that speak about the heartbeat of God. Just lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. The right message must reach the people. There is too much dilution in the system. There is too much falsehood in the system. The true message must be given expression in our day and in our time. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, we commit the church into your hands. We commit the church into your hands. Exalt the genuine, O God. Exalt the genuine. Exalt the genuine. Give the genuine a voice. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Empower your people to give the genuine a voice. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Son of the living God. social media impact of the church is the Holy Spirit alone that can bring conviction you can put up an argument over there and it is the Holy Spirit that will touch the heart of the person and break it down for him to understand we want to lift up our voices and pray that Lord even as we pray today, maybe somebody is reading a certain post that is supposed to change his life. Somebody is reading a certain post that is supposed to make him more hairy We want to pray that the Spirit of God will breathe upon these posts. The Spirit of God will breathe upon the way. The Spirit of God will move upon the hearts of people. That life shall be transformed through social media. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus. There may be somebody in Saudi Arabia somewhere. There may be somebody in Iraq somewhere. There may be somebody in northern Nigeria somewhere that needs to see something for a change to happen in a person's life just lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus conviction, conviction the spirit of God, conviction in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God let the spirit of God breathe let the spirit of God move let the spirit of God move let the spirit of God breathe in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the Spirit of God move. In the name of Jesus, conviction, Lord. Conviction, Lord. Conviction, Lord. Conviction, Lord. Conviction, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You want to pray that the Lord will raise kingdom financiers financiers of the kingdom look it takes money to push the agenda of the gospel you see instruments here 
didn't clap our hands for them to come. We paid money. Hallelujah. It takes money. We want to pray for the Lord to release kingdom financiers. Financiers of the kingdom. I didn't plan to do this, but let me have oil. I'll lay hands. I'll just pour it on people's hands. You feel like God is calling you as a kingdom financier to, to, to finance the kingdom of God. Maybe even I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not coming to raise funds or anything. I just want to pray for that grace to come upon you for you to finance the kingdom. Finance the kingdom of God. Finance the kingdom of God. I just want to pray and release this oil upon you. That Father, even as the desire is in the hearts of your people, and this desire is in line with your heartbeat, Lord. Let doors be opened unto them in the name of Jesus. Let doors be opened unto them in the name of Jesus. Three years from now, four years from now, five years from now. Blow their minds, oh God, with financial abundance that is meant to sponsor missionaries into hinterlands. Financial abundance that will cause the gospel to spread across the earth. Lord, release business ideas. Release business ideas. Connect them with the right people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Their desire to make money is not just to enrich themselves, but Lord, to promote your agenda. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that as I pour this oil upon your head, let that grace be released upon them. Just pick up a worship song for me. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, release your grace. Those are body come on. Just go to the back and let the rest come forth. Just breathe your name upon Just breathe. 
trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! 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 Overflow!